It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, folks, Troy Dooley, the Beachside CEO, and this may be. The first or the last podcast we do without intro music and all that stuff, we have really, I tell you what, I'm excited about where we're taking this, but I'm also excited about where I've gone. Now, if you're if you're tuning in because you want to learn about uh, who can you trust in the direct sales, network marketing, MLM uh, community, I'm going to cover that in just a second, but I want, I want everybody to realize this is like our 800, 865 fifth, 866th episode since 2009. And I, I want to thank you guys because we have done these just in audio, audio and video, just in video, uh, blog talk, radio, YouTube, all the social channels of today, my space in the day, all of that. And it's because you guys continue to see value in the information that that we put out in in some of the conversations, some of the some of the critical or controversial stuff that we've put out over the years. And today, the footprint obviously is still big, biggest in North America, but we are now in South Africa, the Philippines, the UK, India, Taiwan, uh, Italy, uh, Brazil. Uh, we're in uh, Saudi Arabia, Turkey. I mean, it, the list goes on and on, and and it's it's pretty powerful. I mean, we used to be bigger, I guess, on YouTube. And now, based on all the crazy stuff that goes on, we're, we're classified one of those little tiny babies. But yet, we've still had over 2.3 million views. We've had over 98,000 hours of, of people who have watched our content just on YouTube. And, and over 800 what they say, 880,000 impressions with 2.7% of those converting. If you guys are in, in lead generation, you're in sales, you understand how big that is when you're, when you're in the information communication stage. So uh, it's been pretty cool to see that growth. Obviously today, Pinterest is one of our biggest places where we do things along with everything else. So I'm, I'm excited about where the future is going to be. That's a little bit of the past. I'm excited about where the future is at. Which brings us to today, 2-2-22. Who can you trust in direct sales and network marketing and MLM? And that came to me because I had several people over the last, well, probably over the last two years since, since probably since the COVID, when people started going into lockdown, people started becoming more home-based. These questions started to surface. And then in the last few weeks, it's really gotten big uh, because of the craziness. So I went back and we looked at all of the evidence, all of the research, everything that we've compiled on this subject since probably I would say I first joined some of the associations. So over, over a decade, two decades ago, we started looking at stuff. I started pulling up lawsuits and we started looking at the at the empirical evidence of the lawsuits where trust was broken. And 
we looked at wrongful terminations. And then I started looking at all the conversations that we had had when I had gone to industry events. Uh, it didn't matter whether it was the old Art Jonak events, the Eric Worre events, company events. This is the interesting thing. We're going to talk about that. Association events. When, when we looked at everything that had been compiled and I asked some questions and, and I'm going to take these questions because I want you guys to see this. Now understand something too. I've been in this community since I was five years old and I'm 58. So that gives you an idea of how long I've been in here. I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly. I saw it as an outsider and I've seen it as an insider. Based on the critics numbers, I would be in the top 5% of income earners over my life in direct sales. So when, when, when you look at all of this, I'm not coming at this as somebody that doesn't like direct sales, somebody that's from the outside. I'm talking about this from being on feet, feet on the ground, part-time, full-time, company exec, company founder. We have been at every stage in this business and still working as an advisor with several companies, set on the board of directors, and, and at least in one company right now, kind of acting as, a, as an interim CEO as, as we search out for what they need to do and keep this company going. So I'm, I, I've really got a little bit of info that I'm putting out here, and I want us to, to dig into this. This may, this may go 20, 25 minutes. I want you to hear this because this is important. If you're building your team today and you're trying to build it without trust, without love, you will fail because... In reality, this community has failed for this very reason. And if we don't make a shift and make a shift very, very quickly, then I believe that direct sales, network marketing, MLM, will not be what it is right now. It's already changed over the last four decades. It will change again, but it will change without you and probably without me because that's what happens if we don't pay attention. Otherwise, like a blue ocean shift or, or good to great, we can ride that wave and come out the other side. So let's look at this. First question went to company founders and C-suites who, who we want to know, why don't you trust leaders in the associations, leaders that are calling themselves um, distributor friendly or, or community friendly? Uh, that was our first question. Second one, we wanted to go and, and talk to field leaders on why they didn't trust. Uh, and then third, we went to the rank and file. We wanted, to, we wanted to see what the rank and file looked like. What was that? And, and it was interesting because top ranked field leaders don't trust association leadership. That, that's the, from the DSA, the A&MP, which is the Association <laughs> excuse me, of Network Marketing Professionals, uh, they didn't trust the, the new association I sat on the board of, the Social Networking Association. They said, Troy, none of these associations actually act like associations in other industries. And it's like, that was very, very interesting. But when we got to the rank and file, the rank and file just don't care. Because the rank and file are the ones out there building their business. They've not been in lawsuits. They're not worried about other people recruiting their people because they don't have a lot of people. They're going to these events to truly learn, to truly grow. They may become mesmerized. They may become infatuated with people that are on stage, but they're not looking to shift to those people. They're happy where they're at. They're wanting to go. It's when you rise above that a little bit where we see the concerns come up. Um, the biggest and, and deepest issue that company C-suite founders 
and top leaders had was the consistent recruiting and prospecting that goes on at these events. And they said, look, every one of these associations has said there'll be no prospecting, no recruiting, no company promotion. You're just here to learn. They said most of the people on stage are promoting their companies right there on stage. They just blend it right on in. It's almost like a sales presentation. So then you go out into the lobby and you see people trying to recruit other people. You, you go downstairs or you go to the restaurants and they're doing the same thing. You find out there's meetings in people's rooms. I said, okay. And then I asked this question, have you ever participated in that? And the answer was, well, heck yeah, man, is in Rome, do as the Romans do. If they're going to do it to me, I'm going to do it to them. See where the trust breaks down? See, if we believe in doing unto others as they do to us, you wonder why there's no trust. You wonder why the critics are out there. You wonder why people who have made six and seven figure incomes in network marketing leave and then badmouth the industry. This is the reason why. And when we go through this kind of crap, this causes a problem. The the one of the other reasons that we, asked, we that we talked about with them was was well if if that was to stop would you would you promote the 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 association meetings would you promote industry meetings and they said uh, no they said well maybe industry meetings if we saw it completely stop but maybe not but we definitely wouldn't do it at association meetings because Troy a lot of the leaders that sat on your board of directors that are the executives of these things, they don't care. So they, they promote one thing. One, one, actually, it was interesting because one company owner said, look, I actually went to these events because of you. I thought, okay, if these guys are talking about collaboration, if they're talking about uh, fine-tuning the non-solicitation, the non-competes, he goes, if that's the wave of the future I'm in, he goes, I go back, I start working on that, and then I see where the president of one association as the as the president of his company, he goes, I get a copy of his policies and procedures and they're just the opposite of what would have been talked about from stage and what they talk about in all of their, their propaganda about being a, an association focused on, on the masses. He goes, I just told my, my legal team, forget about this. Let's just cruise like this and we'll deal with it one-on-one. -on -one. And that is that is the problem. Now, it's a, it, 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 let me be clear. It is very tough when you're trying to lead an association, you're sitting on a board, and at the same time, you're trying to, to run companies. I sat on the Association of Networking Professionals. Uh, love this, this group. We've got distributors, top-level reps. Matter of fact, we've got two wonderful, wonderful girls that are good friends, different companies. The companies were suing each other. And these girls were trying to work with their C-suites to say, look, can you all just get together and talk because this isn't good for either one of us. That's really what goes on behind the scenes, but that's not what people see out front. The other thing that I talked about, because I talked about, I, I talked with the, a lot of, I talked with everyone that was on the association board that I'm with and wanted to chat, get to know uh, what happens after meetings, what happens after events, when you're a rep in the field. And every, I mean, everyone of them said, look, we, we stand by our ethics. We don't, we're not worried about recruiting. We're too busy to do any recruiting, but here's what we do see. When the meeting's over and we go back to check our social media, our friend requests are through the roof. And that, that in lies a, a quandary for people because do, do you say, oh, no, I don't, I, I see you're with all these other companies. I can't be friends with you. Or as an, as a, as an advocate in, in, a, in, in a community, do you say, come on and be my friend and let's go out there? Because now, now they're going to see what you're doing. They're going to see all this stuff. 
And here's what this comes down to. If you have a spirit of fear, if, if, if your life is driven by fear, a lot of times based on your own actions or the trauma that you've gone through. Oh man, I had people recruited. My best leader was recruited away from me. I've recruited other people's best leaders, any of that. And all of a sudden now, every time you turn around, you've got this conspiracy theory rolling through your mind. And you think everybody's out to get you, so you're not get, you're gonna show up at the events because you want you want to see who you can recruit, but you're not going to bring any of your people there. I have a dear friend of mine, just love this guy. I mean, I've learned so much from him. Uh, he's spoken at several industry events, several association events, never brought his team with him. Heck no, Troy, I don't want them recruited by somebody else. That was that was the key. And and here's here's what this comes down to. I want y'all to understand this. <clears throat> I train on this constantly. Trust, trust isn't an intangible in your business. It is a tangible, viable marker. It, it is it's a benchmark in how your business is going to grow. And listen, I don't care who's watching this, it doesn't matter what niche or what industries you're in. You can, you can be leading a church. You can be a prison guard. Trust is the key because if you can't tr tr trust, if you can't grow the love, it ain't going to work. It used to be, I want to work with somebody that, that I, 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 I know, like, and trust. And it isn't that way anymore. They got to love you. They got to know that you, you have empathy. This, this fear of lost selling, this, this fear, uh, uh, this FOMO that you guys sometimes hear about. Hmm. We've gone to an empathy selling. If you can't hit them hard and touch them from an empathy standpoint, they aren't going to listen to you because they're going to see you as a hypocrite. And that's what we're seeing right now. Regulators see it. Critics see it. Now the rank and file is starting to see the hypocrisy of direct sales, of network marketing. People that they thought were above board. And then when they look, they say, wait a minute. What's the difference? And sadly... Even though your mama and your daddy probably told you don't to do this, you start following the crowd. You start thinking if everybody else is doing it, I'm going to do it. You don't want to stand apart. And some of you who have said, no, we've taken a stand, Troy, you've been ostracized for it, either from your own company, from, from people you used to, to work with. It didn't matter. You just got nailed. And that isn't, that isn't where it's going to be. The, the pillars of success all stand on trust. And it's not just me. That says this, we can go back to uh, Guy Kawasaki, 1987, the Macintosh way. Talked about how they were evangelists and how they were out there in love with the company, in love with the people. They were sharing it. They all became so passionate that we see where Apple's at today. Every one of us got an iPhone, but it's so different, so individual because they love the people. The I stood for individualism and that's where they wanted to go. You, you move a little bit. Uh, forward and look at over the last few decades, Tim Sanders, who started out with Mark Cuban, in, ended up with uh, Yahoo when Mark sold, uh, broad, I think it was broadcast.com, became their chief solutions officer, one of my mentors. First wrote, love is the killer app. His second one was likability. And he talked about why Yahoo grew so big, especially when he was there. And then he moved on and, and companies just grew. And now he's, he's awesome, man. You can see him on Facebook. We interact sometimes. I just, he, he just, he's done some wonderful stuff. Joe Mamby, not a name that, that everybody may know, but he was the CEO of Saab, CEO of the Hershen Family Enterprises. You guys know him as the Globe, uh, Harlem Globetrotters, Silver Dollar City, 
um, some of the big aquariums across the United States. He ran that, wrote a phenomenal book that it's, 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 I just love the book. Matter of fact, he was on, um, Undercover Boss, first season, number seven, but love works. It's all about building trust. It's all that. I mean, literally, you can look at uh, Ken Schmidt, another, another just great executive in corporate America, was the chief communications officer at Harley Davidson. And he wrote a phenomenal book that I picked up the other day, just blew me away. And it's Make Some Noise. And again, he talks about building trust. And when you think about Harley Davidson, you can take millionaires, billionaires, outlaw bikers. You can take CPAs. They all show up at Sturgis once a year, all because they have one, one big community. And yet network marketing's over here pissing in the wind all the time. Why? Lawsuits out the yin-yang. Why? Lack of trust. When we have that lack of trust, this is what happens. The, the, one of the other great mentors of mine, Roy Spence, mastermind behind don't mess with Texas, was able to bring together President uh, Bush number one, Bill Clinton, two sworn enemies politically, brought them together to do a, a PSA to help bring money into uh, Haiti and other places where, where people were hurting. And he wrote a, a book that it's not what you sell, it's what you stand for. Now, this list could go on and on, to be quite honest. We look at uh, good to great Jim Collins. We can look at uh, Blue Ocean Shift is huge on this. But here's why I bring this up. I named technology. I named entertainment. I named the auto industry. All of it. I named public relations and branding. If you want your business to grow, if you want your association to grow, if you want the lawsuits to diminish, if you want to see your teams want to stay with you the way they did with Amway, the way they did with Mary Kay, the way they've done with Primerica, the way they've done with all these giant icons in the industry, then what you have to do is build trust. If you're an association leader, and I know it's tough when you're trying to run a company, public or private, but if you're out here trying to run this company, and you're sitting there and you realize that your company's processes, your purpose, the mission of your company is counterproductive or counterintuitive to what you're promoting as a advocate for the direct sales, network marketing, MLM space. Then you need to have a come to Jesus meeting with your crew there. And they should listen to you if you've got that kind of influence and you can impact people. If you're not just a, a pacifist picking up a paycheck, they're going to care. And you may say, well, Troy, what about what about the women's side? I've seen this there too. It doesn't, I'm not talking about just, just boys. I'm saying that if you can't grow a pair of balls or you can't grow a pair of ovaries and you can't stand for what is right, stand for the truth, build on something that you can be held accountable for, and then be willing to hold other people accountable. If you can't do that, then it might be time for you to retire. It might be time for you to move on. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I, this isn't new to me. I've been preaching this now for almost, well, probably a little over a decade, probably about 12 years. We have been telling our clients, and I have been working very closely with former people in network marketing, million-dollar earners. Some of these guys have built billion-dollar businesses before they sold them. 
and all of them had gotten out of what we know as MLM and direct sales, MLM network marketing. And here's what we all started to see about 15 years ago. The affiliate marketing, network or internet marketing, influence marketing, social selling, whatever you want to see it, say it, it is, whatever. I mean, it's all that stuff. Word of mouth, all that good stuff. They worked in collaboration, not in competition, which is exactly what the Blue Ocean Shift Jim Collins talks about. See, if, if, if you're not going to learn how to collaborate and work together, then you're going to fail. You're going to, you're going to go away. And when you, when you create a, an omni-channel company, one of, one of my, I'm going to use him as an example, man, he may call me later and yell at me, but a uh, prime example of this is, is Terry LaCour and LaCour Enterprises. When you look at, at what they've done to create an, an omni-channel company, they're in logistics, they're, they're into financing companies, loaning money to companies, formulations, um, merchant processing, a distribution, you name it, they've got a piece of that. He, he realized about, about the same time some of the rest of us did, you've, you've got to be omni-channel. Well, a company that is building their individual brand has to do the same thing. It doesn't matter what company. I'm trying to think of a company I won't offend to, to use. I'm going to use Shackley or, or Watkins. I use Watkins products. They're an omni-channel company. They have a direct sales division, and then they put products in Cracker Barrel, Walmart, Target. They're, they're building the brand. They're building the love so that the people that their individuals talk to they say, oh, yeah, I saw that. I, I would like to be able to get that delivered to my house uh, instead of me having to go find a Cracker Barrel somewhere. You build trust. They build trust in you. Now, I'm going to close this out because we've gone 21 minutes. I told you it might go 25. Listen to me. You may be saying, what do you know? Just because somebody called you a futurist, Troy, doesn't mean you're a prophet. You're right. Absolutely correct. The difference is I have the research to back all this. We've gone through lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. I have conversation after conversation where we've talked to people. Let me ask you this very simple and direct question. When was the last time a door-to-door -door salesman or saleswoman came to your house? I don't care what they were selling. Encyclopedias, vacuum cleaners, cosmetics, shoes, panties. I don't care what it is. They don't show up anymore. Once in a while, you'll have a couple of, of folks show up that, that are either selling Jehovah's Witness or they're, they're, they're selling Mormon. You don't even have Christians showing up at your front door in a Protestant standpoint. You've got all this other stuff showing up. And that's few and far between. And that's very isolated. Why? Because a shift took place and changed happened in the direct sales community. Nobody sells pots and pans door to door anymore. Nobody sells vacuum cleaners door-to-door -door anymore. Nobody sells panties door-to-door -door anymore. Nobody sells cosmetics door-to-door -door anymore. I started my career selling Mason shoes door-to-door. -door. It doesn't happen. So the question you need to ask yourself is which side of the tipping point do you want to be on? Because change is inevitable. Change is going to happen. The direct sales industry is changing. And I'm already seeing from the regulators down where it's shifting. This is the first time in history of the world where we can find a group of people who hate direct sales, network marketing, MLM so bad 
that the media figured out that they hated them and they've made movies about them. They've made documentaries about it. And these groups are 700 to a 700,000 to a million strong in their groups where they are typing about how bad. Why? Because the trust was broken with the rank and file customer. The, the trust was broken with, with rank and file distributors. The trust was broken at the highest levels. So you need to look inward at your company. You need to look inward at the association in which you might belong. And you need to say enough is enough. If you call yourself an advocate, an ambassador, a, a lover of MLM, of network marketing, then why don't you guys get off your doggone butts and act like it? Because some of you are the problem. And it's got to stop. Or else you guys need to start shifting away and figure out some other way to make money. Because if you can't collaborate, if you can't build trust, if you can't work together, if you can't say, okay, this is the 21st century, we're not going to worry about non-competes out there because how do you do that in social media? Matter of fact, the courts have already ruled you can't control somebody's social media account. So stop trying. All you're trying to do is bleed the person dry who last week you said you're my best friend. If you call that love, if you call that friendship, then you better not look behind you very far because you're not going to have very many friends, which is kind of, well, we'll just put it this way and I'm going to close. If this is the way you're building your business, this means you're not going to have any friends. This means you're not going to have six to eight people that's going to bury your butt when it's time to go. So you better put in your will, cremate me. Because at least they can scoop your freaking ashes up and put them in a little urn and then somebody can do something with it. Because if you're not building legit friendships, then you shouldn't be in this business. Plain and simple. Folks, it's been a little harsh, been a little strong. Not all of them are going to be this way. But I'm sick and tired of seeing good people who really, and they have what it takes to make something happen, get discouraged. I'm tired of seeing top leaders talking out of one side of the mouth and doing something else. You either have ethics or you don't. You can't split them up. Well, this is how I treat my family and this is how I treat my, my, my business. It doesn't work that way. That is totally wrong. And if you think trust is just an intangible, there's a science behind trust and I'll be more than happy to talk to you about it. Guys, we'll see you on the next show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.